You're listening to Inside Public Procurement by Bonfire, a show celebrating the unique stories and heroic efforts of those on the front lines of public procurement. Each episode, we bring you the latest trends, tips, and real stories from procurement trailblazers like you, who work tirelessly to bring positive impact to the agencies and communities you serve. Together, let's elevate the field of public procurement to new heights. Now, pull up a chair and let's gather around the bonfire. Our show is about to begin. Hello and welcome to the Inside Public Procurement Podcast. My name is Tung La and I am a client support agent as well as a podcast producer at Bonfire, an e-procurement solution used by over 500 public agencies in North America. This week, we're bringing you a recorded webinar presented by Bonfire called Making the Shift to E-Procurement, the University of Texas Health Science Center at San Antonio Story. Bonfire's Maria Volokova was joined by Christopher C. Jenyshevsky, Strategic Sourcing Specialist at UT Health San Antonio. As a leading research university in South Texas, UT Health San Antonio knew that training future generations, leading breakthroughs, and advancing patient care requires a strong procurement strategy. And part of their procurement strategy included implementing a digital procurement system in January of 2018. So without any further ado, let's jump into the conversation as Christopher describes this agency's journey to e-procurement and how they use it to provide a central place for all stakeholders to work together. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today for our webinar titled Making the Shift to E-Procurement. And we're so lucky to have UT Health San Antonio here with us today to share their experience with us. I also want to run you guys quickly through the agenda today. So what you can expect to hear from us is first and foremost, we're going to talk a little bit about UT Health San Antonio, and we're going to discover their journey to e-procurement. We're also going to dig a little bit into what caused the shift to e-procurement. We're just going to get a bit of a clearer understanding for what the catalyst was for change and how they moved from their manual process into e-procurement, just kind of looking at that journey together. Then we're really lucky because Chris, who's on the line with us, who I'm going to introduce in just a moment, and then we're going to quickly look at some future uses and areas of exploration and then we're going to turn it over to Q&A and then get to all of your questions. So just a quick introduction here. My name is Maria. I'm the moderator. Now, I must just make a little disclaimer. I am currently working from home and I had a very stern conversation with my dog and I told her that she has to be absolutely quiet, but she is a dash hound and she has a mind of her own. So if she does make a little noise, I apologize in advance. But I am so, so excited and so thankful to introduce Christopher, who is joining us from the University of Texas Health Science Center at San Antonio. And so he is the strategic sourcing specialist there. And he has over 20 years of experience working in the supply chain and sourcing industries. And Christopher brings a wealth of knowledge and leadership to organizations building strategic sourcing processes. So welcome, Chris, and thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. 
All right. And so just before we hop into the webinar itself and I turn it over to Chris, I just wanted to do a quick little overview of Bonfire in case you're not familiar with us. So our goal is basically to help procurement teams like yours and their stakeholders come together and make better purchasing decisions in less time. So Although we're originally launched to make the bid and RFP valuation more efficient, compliant, and user-friendly, we've really come a long way since then, and we do a lot more. So we currently empower procurement teams to build better relationships with features that are purpose-built to foster stakeholder engagement and teamwork. So it's all about that collaboration and bringing people together throughout the procurement process. And on top of that, Bonfire is actually the only strategic sourcing software that allows clients to leverage industry insights benchmarks and data analysis to make proactive and informed decisions. So in other words, Bonfire does more than bring procurement online. It really elevates your procurement team for from administrators to your strategic partners. So at this point, I'm really excited to hand it over to Chris at UT Health San Antonio. They've done an absolutely phenomenal job of digitizing as much of their process as they can, including one of the most sophisticated intake configurations use cases that we've seen. And they regularly use bid tables and questionnaires. They also utilize the public awards, though they don't always publish specific award details, just kind of the awarded vendor. But Chris is going to go into a lot more detail on that. And at this point, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Chris. Take it away. You know, once again, thank you very much for having me. I've been with the University of Texas Health Science Center now for a little bit over a year. Came on board January of last year. And I was brought on board to help develop the strategic sourcing department. So with that, I was the only person to first be part of the project. And now I have a counterpart and we're actually bringing on another person, hopefully in the next week or two. So Bonfire was already here when I got here, but we didn't use it to the capacity that we use it in now. Prior to my arrival, it was just a way to get RFPs out on the streets eliminate having to do a lot of manual processes, such as the opening of the bids, receiving all the bids, all the tons of paperwork and so on and so forth that we used to have to receive and calculating the bid table because that is very time consuming. So with the move to Bonfire, we were able to eliminate a lot of stuff and streamline the processes. So right now we have quite a few projects going on right now. We have 36 active projects currently in the works. And that's about normal for us. They range from, you know, here we have after hours answering services to enterprise customer relations, which is going to be for our whole department. So we have quite a bit of stuff going on here because not only are we the university, we're also in the process of building a hospital. So there's a lot more stuff coming our way. That's awesome. And Chris, we actually have a question that came in that I think you and I can both answer. Are you okay if we take the question now? Sure. Awesome. So the question is, how does this work with government procurement websites like Alberta Purchasing Connection or Canada's federal site? So if it's okay, I'll take the kind of first stab at it because it's a Canadian around Alberta. So I know that Alberta Purchasing Connection, for example, I think you're able to post your solicitations on there. In fact, I think you're required to do that. However, as Chris has shown us with Bonfire, you're able to kind of do a lot of the things that you're not able to do through Alberta Purchasing Connection. So I, I don't believe that you are able to actually receive submissions through there, whereas with Bonfire, you can. And then, of course, I don't believe that you're able to do evaluations through Alberta Purchasing Connection, whereas in Bonfire, again, you can. So it kind of works 
works hand in hand. So you can still post, of course, on the Alberta Purchasing Connection or, you know, Canada's federal site, and then kind of direct your vendors to submit through the Bonfire platform. Now, I'm not sure, Chris, if where you are at, you have anything like that, like government procurement website, and kind of how do you handle that? We do. It's called the Electronic State Business Daily, which is ESBD. So one of the great things about working for a university and a hospital is we're exempt from a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm part of the UT Alliance, University of Texas. So we have locations all throughout Texas. So the ones that are universities like University of Texas at Austin or, or University of Texas, Dallas, Arlington, San Antonio, for example, they have to use the ESBD. Now, I do use the ESBD for RFQs and RFAs because we keep those totally separate because we don't do a lot of the RFAs. But in there, you are able to provide a link that you know. You basically what I do for those RFAs is I present a scope of work with a link to that website, which is not Bonfire, it's a different website. But you could provide a link to Bonfire if we went that route, if we posted them on the ESBDs, I could put a bonfire link to allow people to go to it. Awesome. So hopefully that answers your question. Okay. So maybe now, Chris, if you don't mind, could you talk a little bit about future use and kind of areas of, of exploration that maybe you are hoping to get to with Bonfire? Yeah, definitely. The insights, you know, we definitely want to start diving into the insights a lot more because as everyone knows, purchasing is the reason why nothing's being done. But one of the great tools about Insight, the Insight that is available on Bonfire, it actually shows where an RFP is held up. So, for example, you know, we go through the process of the intake form, we get the RFP going, and we're sending out approvals to these departments asking them for input, and they're not replying. It will actually show that it's not purchasing. It's those departments that have dropped the ball on it. So we definitely want to dive more into insights for that, for the reports. Like I said earlier, right now I'm collecting all the, the spend on previous RFPs. Um, so that way we can start getting some real definite numbers to show savings throughout the year, year over year. We do do additional reports here outside of Bonfire that I do use, which is my personal cost savings. But those are different routes that we do. But there are so many different things in Bonfire. We're wanting to continuously improve with our usage of it. Like I said, we added our IT department into the process through Bonfire so that they can review specific scope of works for us. We're looking at probably at the end of this fiscal year to start doing all approvals, including drafts through Bonfire to the departments. We've tested it with one department, worked really well, but there are a few steps we want to change until we send everything when I say everything, I'm talking about all the drafts that we do, all the communications. Before we switch it 100% to Bonfire, we still want to test out and some tweak a few processes on our end. So basically, our goal is by the end of this fiscal year is to be 100% reliable on the Bonfire for all communications for RFPs. Awesome. I appreciate you giving us that overview. So I think if you're okay, Chris, we can turn it over to some Q&A. Just before we jump into that, I just wanted to let everybody on the line here know that we actually recently introduced something that we're calling Bonfire Open Access Community Projects. And basically what this is, is that it's a free resources that we're offering to all public procurement professionals. 
I'm sure you guys have all noticed that your workload is increasing. There's more price-only bids. There's more complex RFPs that you're having to run. And procurement professionals need the tools to get those solicitations out faster. So a lot of the time, you know, that starts with you Googling some RFP templates or bid templates and things like that. So essentially what we've done is created this free resource that helps you surface those templates easily. So essentially you're able to search through tens of thousands of public projects by location, by project type, by organization, things like that. And yeah, you're able to then essentially kind of never have to start a project from scratch. Those templates are available easily for you at no cost. And yeah, it's just a really great resource for procurement professionals to look up those templates. All right, so I am really excited to turn it over to questions. Okay, so Chris, I know that you you mentioned that when you arrived in your current role, Bonfire was kind of already in place. Mm -hmm. Would you happen to know if UT Health San Antonio considered any other procurement platforms before going with Bonfire? And specifically, what kind of key things were you reviewing when you were kind of looking at those platforms? And again, I'm not sure if you can answer it because I understand you weren't there. Yes, I've talked to the, uh, the lady who's kind of starting out the Bonfire process about this before we for today so yeah they did look at quite a few others i believe there was three others she didn't remember all of them off the top of her head but they did look at the use of the process the ease of the process what was on the future horizon as far as the development that was key because they were just starting off and they didn't want something that was too overwhelming something that they could grow with which is what we're doing with bonfire as they continue to grow we're continuing to grow our uses with it obviously price was a big factor as well that came mm-hmm. down to it and I, I and i've done i probably have about five or six different phone calls with different universities throughout the united states concerning bonfire and what how we use it so it's just you know the cost the use of the the ease of use technology were the main things that went down into the the decision to switch to bonfire thanks for sharing that the next question we have is what does the training process look like for your team when you kind of started with bonfire and did you experience any resistance (laughs) yes because the person who was running the show before i came on board she worked in contracts so she was just she was able to do a lot more than what i could because of her title within the contracts department so we've separated it. We have the RFP process and the cost savings strategic sourcing, which is myself and my counterpart, and that's it. But we're still involved with different departments, especially contracting. I'm sure it's the same everywhere we go. Contracting departments are very specific in the way that they do things. They don't like change, but they're open to change. So our department within our contracts, they were willing to make changes, but it wasn't the easiest. As far as training, I had the luxury of training my counterpart because he did not use Bonfire. They actually still did the old fashioned way at the University of Texas, San Antonio. So I had developed some internal processes and the best way that he learned, he told me it was the same way I learned. He had my notes, he watched what I did for two projects and he did a project and I watched him made suggestions, and then he was on his own. It also depends on the caliber of the person you're training, but it's very easy to pick up. It's extremely easy to use. It may look overwhelming, but it's really not. It's very user-friendly, in my opinion. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Chris. Okay, we have one more question here, and this one seems to be kind of a hot topic. We've had the 
similar questions come up in some of the recent webinars that we've done, and it's around vendor diversity, Chris. And so the question is, do you have to manage DBEs or like vendor diversity fields? And if yes, kind of what is your process look like around that? So that'd be our hub, the historically underutilized vendors or businesses, sorry. So we actually, each of the universities, because, hold on, let me backtrack. It's mandated by the the state of Texas that we try to use hub. We have to set everything out for hub approval. So our internal process are when I develop a scope of work and an RFP, I send that request to the hub coordinator that we have. She will review it. She will look for hub vendors and she will provide me an email list of those hub vendors. We take the additional steps of using the vendor invite within Bonfire to look for additional hubs because she may not have them. They not, may not be registered within state of Texas. They may be registered somewhere else. So we do do that. We do have a hub form that every RFP proposer must fill out and submit back with their proposal. She reviews that and that's reviewed before anything else is released to any other department. I don't even look at the RFP when it comes in until she's approved it. Once she's approved it, then we're able to release the RFP for evaluation to other departments. So it's a huge process for us. I don't manage the process because it's so huge. We actually, every university has their own hub coordinator. So he or she is responsible to ensure that we're within hub compliance. It's so important for us. Awesome. Okay, so we have another question here, just uh, reading it. So do suppliers have the ability to upload contract documents in the bonfire system? Example, certificate of insurance. If so, can an approval workflow be added to those documents? The kind of short answer to that is yes. And Chris, I think you spoke a little bit about your specific experience when you kind of talked about contract management, but can you maybe just provide a little bit more color here around the question? Yeah, sure. I mean, we have the requested information that they have to provide with their RFP, but I was looking at some stuff earlier today before this call because I am doing a best and final offer and I was going through their paperwork and while I, I may have only had one item that you had a return, they return five or six different items. So they can add additional items as long as you don't restrict it, which we don't because some people do their submissions differently. But yeah, you can definitely add contracts to it. Our contracts departments work outside of Bonfire because they're not comfortable working inside of Bonfire. I would like to get them to switch everything into Bonfire, but we're not there yet. I still have to work on that. But you can be able to do everything, including contracts within Bonfire. Those are all the questions that we have, Chris. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering those in such a thorough manner. Uh, You were in the hot seat for (laughs) quite a while there and you handled it really well. So I think I speak for everybody on the line when we say we really appreciate that. Do you have any any closing thoughts you want to share, Chris? I'm a huge proponent of Bonfire. I think Bonfire is great. You know, I'm sure that y'all have other questions. Feel free to reach out to me through Bonfire. You know, I can answer additional questions. I may, I understand as when tonight, when you're in the shower, or when you're about to fall asleep, a question may pop up. So just feel free to reach out to me. I'll be happy to, to answer any additional questions later on. Amazing. Thank you so much. And we are getting some comments in the Q&A box there. Just thanking you for sharing your experience, Chris. So again, thank you everybody on the line for joining us and taking the time to attend our webinar today. Thank you, Chris, for sharing your experience with Bonfire. And we hope you found this helpful. 
and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you all. Procurement professionals like you are the lifeblood of public sector organizations dedicated not only to supporting your agency, but the constituents you serve. That's why we've created the Inside Public Procurement Podcast here at Bonfire, a unique place where you can share stories and discuss the topics that matter to public procurement pros. From digitization and the future of public procurement to ensuring a fair and transparent process, we're all about finding new strategies to help your agency succeed. Join us at GoBonfire.com to learn more. You've been listening to Inside Public Procurement by Bonfire. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you have an idea for an episode or want to come on as a guest, email us at hello at gobonfire.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.